The inbounds pass comes into Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Third long range three. And it's good! At the buzzer! Damian Lillard! Are you kidding me? Myers gets it up to Leslie. What's he going to do? They got that for the first time in WNBA history. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. Welcome to Hoops and Scoops on WNYU 89.1 FM. Let's go. Aka Flock of Flames, my favorite rapper, bro. All right. We're starting. We didn't really know the it is recording. Though. And we are here. Welcome to Hoops and Scoops. Um sponsored by WNYU. We're not sponsored. Yeah. No, no, no product no product shout out. We we're on their um podcast page. Right, but but they're not paying That's not a sponsorship. That's not a sponsorship. We're just a part of their okay, network. But like a forgotten part. You could say part. brought to you by WNYU. Sports <laughs> as a whole a forgotten part. Yeah, That's true. We're like arts in the south. Like just underfunded <laughs> and nobody cares. <laughs> More like like theater programs. In the That's sense. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. that qualifies arts. under the arts. Yeah, yeah, but I consider it. I don't know. Wait, well, this is how is that not show. part of the arts? It, it is, but I kind of consider it its own. Speaking too. of arts, guess that's true. Speaking... Quidditch is not really a sport. Actually, I can't say that because I'm doing a story on Quidditch. Go Quidditch! <laughs> I can't make David mad now. Speaking of arts, Jalen Green's dropped. 30 points in his last consecutive five yeah. games, and he's the first rookie since Allen Iverson, and the only other rookie since Allen Iverson to do that. That's um, impressive. Have they won? Go Rockets. Hooper. Yes. We won twice against the Blazers. Woo! Suck it. Do you um, want them winning now? I wanted them to win against the Nets out of pure spite, and also because it would help the Nets pick be a lottery pick, and once you're in the lottery, anything can theoretically happen. But right now, they're in sole possession of the worst record in the league with two games to go i can't really say i'm mad about that because the magic won last night because sam presti's tanking wait no who'd they play what about okc yeah sam presti's tanky he won who'd they play the blazers magic played no they played the Cavs. yeah magic played the Cavs. Cavs are but okc played the blazers because that was the worst starting five on both teams i actually all right i want to see i want to read out these lineups they also just waved the guy who's averaging 23 points. Okay, this was the the starters for um OKC. Javier Simpson. Jakar Simpson. Yeah, is that Jakar, Jakar Samson? That's Jakar Simpson. What? Jakar Samson. Starts with a Z. Oh, that's Xavier. Oh, the Michigan the running hookshot? Vit yeah. Cre- Crechi. Crechi. Victor Crechi, yeah. Georgios Something. Kalazikis. Isaiah Roby. Oh, look how name I know. Jalen Horde. Who dropped 24 and 21 rebounds, by the way. As, I think he's like, yeah, he's like six foot eight. He's a forward. But 21 boards and three steals? This man needs to get a super max. Jeez. He needs to hit his free throws. And then Oliver Saar played 39 Also, Isaiah Roby had six blocks. 
Yeah, but I mean, look at the lineup he was going against. Yeah, got, so Portland had yeah, Greg Brown, CJ Ellaby. Is that Chris Dunn? Chris Dunn, Keldon Johnson, or not Keldon, uh, Keon Johnson. And, and Drew, Drew Eubanks. Eubanks. Woo! Drew Buckets. And Ben McLemore. Didi hey, Luzada. Had 17 Kel- off the Keldon. bench. God. They're just- Imagine having tickets to that game. That just sounds like absolute, like, pain. I mean, I did, in fact, go to a Rockets game last night, so I can't really make Yeah, but but that but at least, like, you know, the Rockets had good players playing. This is just a joke of two lineups. I guess, but for also... For two tanking teams. If you're, if you're a fan of one of those teams, you probably want yourself to lose, so you don't want yourself to be playing the good players. Right, which makes sense. At the same time, just... That would be a terrible game to go to. I guess. I think it would be really funny. Like, it's kind of like Josh's concept of bad football games. Like, how it's just sometimes it's really fun to just look at, like, chaos. You mean how I really enjoyed the end of the Jags-Jets game this year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like stuff like that, where, like, you seem to be torturing yourself. Or how I really enjoyed the Texans-Bills playoff game from yeah. 2019. You see, I did, and then uh, a certain someone um, decided to harass women, so I can't enjoy that anymore. That's a piece of shit. He is. Yeah. Actually, uh, you know what true. he is? This is what my grandfather would say. He's not a piece of shit. He's the whole shit. Interesting. Mm. I'm going to steal that. Yeah. Um, Shout out Marvin mm, Glick. Yeah. yeah. I, that's... Wow. Shout what out. a Jewish name, Shout right? out to that. Shout out to that name. You know what his... um. His um, his uh, Jewish his Hebrew name, it was like Shmuel Ben Dove, <laughs> and it was so funny because he you know he had Alzheimer's, but in like his final like when we took him to get I was the one with him when we took him to get his vaccine, and it was like you know pretty early on with all the other old people, yeah. and the person asked him his name, and he goes Shmuel Ben Dove. That's funny. I will say though, the part of that, the part of that Texans Bills game I enjoyed was more in the Josh Allen Booger McFarland genre. Booger. Than in the. Yeah. yeah, I mean, horrible commentating, but this is a basketball show, so we should probably well, let's talk about basketball. Um, so I guess should we'll... we should we talk about the Final Four? We Nicely, we should. We haven't talked about the Final Four yet. So, in case anyone wasn't yeah, aware, in case anybody lives on. Also, rock. can we talk about the women's as well? Yes. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was, well, the, the final. Well, was like, yeah, the ones before yeah. were really good. Yeah. The run um, was fun. The South South Carolina. We can even start there. South Carolina is so freaking good. I think that was the most watched women's final four game yeah. since yeah. like what, like two thousand five, something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, something. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it was it was when it was a Yukon Tennessee championship that had the big numbers before that, so that makes sense. Um, no balls, baby. Yeah, I mean that Connecticut Stanford game was really that good. That was good. Um, um, and the Connecticut NC State game was best game I thought of the tournament. Um, and just shout out to Paige. Like Paige Beckers is so fun to watch. My only thing is I felt Certified like, Hooper. and part of this was the South Carolina defense. I felt like she needed to attack a little more in the final. See, here's the thing. And part we, of that's definitely the South Carolina defense because their defense is yeah, phenomenal. Their defense is good, but we can sit here and nitpick 
Paige. But she was still phenomenal. She was great. Her team gave up like 25 more rebounds than they got. Yeah, Leah Edwards up, had. I mean, I, Leah I think, Edwards was fantastic yeah, throughout I the think, tournament, but I she think, had a rough game. Like, I think for at least most of the game, I don't, I don't know if it was at the end like this. Um, South Carolina had more offensive rebounds than UConn had rebounds in total. Well, one person, uh, Boston on um, Aaliyah Boston, yeah. yeah, had 16 rebounds herself. Yeah. No, Aaliyah Boston and Destiny Henderson were very yeah. good. I'm a... uh, Aaliyah Boston had 16 rebounds herself. Connecticut had 24 total rebounds. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not going to win a basketball game if you're getting out-rebounded by that much. Right. Like, so. I mean, your turnovers were pretty, um, you know, even the way you shot from the field was pretty even. Yeah, like, that that's literally the difference in the game. Everything else, And like, free throws. Well, yeah, and free throws, but... But that's also partially at the end when you're trying to catch exactly. up. Exactly. Like, you're fouling, you're... Boston. Yeah, this was a really fun women's tournament. Did you guys watch it all? Um, the uh, Tarasi um, super thing? I did not. It was oh so good God. and so funny. They, they made just... so many cock jokes. Yeah. It just, I literally could not. What did, I think Tarasi said, like, you know, it's a game of inches and the cocks are taking those inches. <laughs> yeah, it was like, literally, like, and there, you, could, you can find you can a whole tell, clip of you it. You can tell she knew well, she, what she was doing. And yeah. there's one where, like, Sue Bird just picks up her drink because she can't handle it. There was one point where I think that she straight up went, do you take those inches <laughs> to Sue Bird? And and she, who's, like, notoriously gay? Yeah. Both of them both are. Of them oh, both are. of them are. Bro. No. Um, And one of them happened hey, man, while we didn't Sue say, Bird's... We didn't say what kind feet. of inches, all right? Dang. Homophobia. Well, Sue Bird's Cox, I'm not assuming a fucking dildo. Part of it. Megan Rapino got on for part I of know, it. Yeah. 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 It's just, like, gay central, which is good. Because we need more lesbian women representation in sports media. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I thought they, I enjoyed the guests that they had. Asia Wilson was on. That was good. Um, you know, they had Steph and LeBron both come on. Steph has Best worked. Best friends, notorious. Yeah. Obviously. Um, you know, uh, both of them having the chance to work with some of those female basketball players that were out there. So it's always interesting to hear their take there. Um, there was, I forget who it was, someone that Steph was talking about that just, um, he was just really excited for like their, I, I forget exactly. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun way to watch. I know the final four games, they didn't really talk much about the games until they got close at the end. But, um... And I thought they could have done a little more of that, but I, I still enjoyed what they did. You know, I watched the game and I listened to people talk about things that are more interesting than what the usual commentators have to say. Mm-hmm. They also had on uh, Doris Burke. I uh, love her. Legend. Um, so that was uh, great. And I hope uh, ESPN continues to do that because um, I thought that was a really great addition. Um, Absolutely. And then, here here's one question. So, your Paige Beckers, do you declare? She can't. She can't? She can't? Oh, well, then that's an easy a, you thing. You have to be a junior to declare to the WNBA draft. Yeah. Okay, then that's easy. Because I was going to say, she was making, I want to say, $75,000 per Instagram post. She still is. 
which well, was she, the highest amount of any player in the tournament, men's or women. Yeah, pr- I mean, presumably she's still going to make that most, that like that much when she's in the WNBA. Right. Because it's more based on follower numbers. Yeah. But I definitely think that there's going to be a long-standing question and a battle within like women's basketball as to it, staying like, and yeah, such. If you stay for all four years, would you make more money than if you? Well, UConn, the- UConn is the biggest brand in women's basketball, yeah. professional or college. Yeah. And so it's basically the WNBA is going to need to keep up and start paying their players a lot more, especially those out of the draft, if you're drafted, like, number one or number two. Right. Which I find, uh, like, unlikely, because if you're starting to hand out, like, near-max contracts or, like... Because that's basically what you need to, like... The issue is, do they have the money to do that? Well, that's where, like, the NBA, you know, they... would. Yeah. Well, it's not... I, I don't think it would be the NBA. It would well, the be, NBA it has would, ownership. Yeah. Well, it would be, like, the individual ownership groups in those right. cities. Like... I don't know if it would hurt the amount of money or help it, but I feel like they could expand. I think they should expand because there's a lot of... There's areas that they haven't tapped into. Yeah, come back to Houston, please. I miss the comments. Um, Miami doesn't have a team, and I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, I mean, they have the the Sparks, but they don't really have any Northern California teams. I I think the problem is it's hard to say. It's hard to say that just just economically, it's hard to say we need to pay the play players more and also we need to expand because often Wait, yeah. right cr- but if you're bringing in owners that have a lot of money and upping revenue right then I don't know how many owners but are gonna but go that. if they're but i don't think it's gonna i don't think expansion right now expands right. revenue enough where it expands the proportion and of that's money. why i said what I probably ha- what's probably gonna hurt. happen is the amount that proportionally the players now get less money what needs to happen is that they need to get a big TV deal as soon as possible. That's what's really going to change everything in the league. And I don't think that's happening, though. I think it's, it's possible. It's getting Sports more TV like, deals are kind of getting out of control. Yeah. Exactly. It's getting like, more likely than um, because, not. Because yeah, all of these, there's so many stars right now in the WNBA. Not, not even that. It's just these, like, all of these online platforms are fighting for the same content at this if point. If Twitch, got, you know... Grabs in Twitter. It wouldn't be, tw- it wouldn't uh, be Twitch. No, it would be I'm like, talking like Paramount. Yeah, Plus, Netflix, yeah, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon's like going. Yeah. Look, Amazon uh, just got Thursday Night Football. Yeah. 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 So, so you have all these different platforms that are trying to kind of break into the 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 sports watching market because they realize that you know everybody's switching from cable. If you're able to get games that people are going to watch, right? Like, it's and so what we and study. So you can get this to fill like you know sports get more content sports have the most valuable advertising because you can't skip the commercials that's why they're the most valuable that's why the deals are so big because they're that's the it's ones the only where the adver- you have to watch live now yeah right exactly so and that's where like you know the broadcasters pay a lot of money but then the advertisers will pay them a lot of money too yeah. So you just need uh, exactly that one of the yeah. big companies right now to yeah. kind of take that jump, take that risk, and I, I think it'll be interesting to see who personally, does it. Personally, hoping it's ESPN, uh, just because I have ESPN Plus and I like watching. And the they're the one that did um so. Bird and Tarasi. Yeah, that's also what I'm thinking. Is ESPN like traditionally 
at least compared to a lot of other sports networks, has like I mean ESPNW like uh, like you know they've had like all women's broadcasts like they you know women's like if they choose to make that one of their investment routes I think it would work I out think, well I think it would help yeah I think it would help the league and I think it would help ESPN yeah I mean because I, okay. it'll give ESPN something that makes them yeah, stand so, out so actually the uh, National Women's Soccer League got a deal with Paramount Plus and CBS relatively recently where the finals and, like, the tournament is going to be showcased live, whether it be on CBS. It was the first time there was, like, a primetime – well, not primetime, but, like, uh, it was, like, noon, like, a women's tournament final uh, that wasn't, like, the Olympics or World Cup. And then um, they had all the rest of the games on Paramount Plus or CBS Sports Network. And they now have been able to pay – a lot of the stars that began to go abroad to come back. Right, and you're going to have better content Yeah. if you have those players. Exactly. Um, and, you know, that's why, like, our women's basketball team in the Olympics is so successful. We have a lot of really, really good uh, WNBA players, as does... Oh, I forget who... I know China's getting pretty good, and I want to say, is it Australia that wants to Australia is usually the second best, but... They've had health issues. That's good, but, but they had Lauren Jackson. Yeah, know, and it? that's where, like, you know, the WNBA, if you start to have all of these people play, you know, stateside, it'll work out um, better I mean, for the league. It's the same concept of the NBA being the, being the like, premier basketballing. So, like, you're... Your American athletes are playing against the best competition week in, week out when, like, the fringe guys on the Serbia squad are playing. You know, EuroLeague's still really good, don't get me wrong, but they just end up playing other EuroLeague teams, and it's different when you play a team right. of entirely NBA guys. Um, so uh, we'll leave it at that for the women's. Uh, congratulations to South Carolina. Well-deserved. Josh, are you ready now? No, I'm um, fine. <laughs> Sure you're not gonna punch me. So anyone not? I mean, the thing me. is, I said this last week. I don't really care. Yeah, like you, also, you guys giving me shit doesn't really bother me that much. Well, Duke sucks. Boo. <laughs> like honestly, I I I, I said that this was last a rough game. I said that. that well, I said this game. last week, and this is what bothered me so much about the game is that. And again, you guys can like fight against this all you want. The reality is that. The reason people hate Duke so much is related to the fact that Duke is. Arguably the best program in college basketball. No, it's because Coach K looks like a rat and all your players are annoying. <laughs> I mean, our players... All your players are annoying. Um, but there were players 30 years ago who other guys Grayson hated, Allen and their teams dirty. don't hate them as much. Like, the reason people hate Duke is because they were dislikable guys, and Duke continues to be good. And that's just the reality. Like, that that's just the reality. And that's the thing, is that, like, I, the, the general Duke hatred doesn't really bother me, because, like, here's the thing. Because you stink. Your 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 team has a coach who hasn't gotten out of the first weekend in like his whole career yeah, basically. And and, your and, team and just we both ended up sitting yeah, on the couch, yeah. didn't we, Jeff? Your team your team just hired a coach whose fan base was happy to see him leave. Like I'm fine with the fact that Duke has the most national titles in basketball over the last thirty five years. And That's I've seen a very specific number. And that I've seen them win. UCLA. I've seen them 
but they they were they run those. He said the last <laughs> thirty five years. years. And and I've seen Duke to win two titles in my life, which is two more than everyone else in this room combined. And like that's the thing is that like at the end of the day, I'd rather be a Duke fan than a Tennessee or UMD or Florida fan. The thing that bothers me builds character. What builds character actually is having to go through devastating loss year after year. Like I can promise you, See, all three of us have more devastating. Are you losses. kidding me? Duke has more devastating losses than any of your teams. Oh, That's how. Shut up. No, Duke has more devastating. I am a Rockets fan. Yeah, so the Rockets build character, not Tennessee. It also builds character, but you said the you said Duke has more devastating losses than any of my teams. Well, actually, do I want to do the Duke scoreboard of the last three tournament losses? I watched my favorite basketball team miss 27 consecutive three-pointers. Woo! Yeah, dude, this was a worse loss than that for the fans. No! Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No. It was a worse loss because it was the last game that he And because it was Carolina and Coach K. Loser can't coach! Or because his players shot poorly just like the Rockets did. Like, not as badly, but... I don't think you can be as bad. <laughs> right, but no, I mean that's the thing. And I, I about the game and I said I said this last year. Hey, technically last week. you can. U of H won one for twenty one. Woo! Although actually still technically not as bad. Sounds bit worse. Yeah. Well, O of twenty seven was just one sample size throughout the game. I know, it was right. one right. for twenty one for the whole so game. That, so that that so the the, the they, and they made like seven. This is the thing that I said last week is that Duke was the better team and the better team doesn't always win. And like Duke picked the wrong time to have its worst shooting game of the tournament while Caleb Love and Brady Manick went off. Duke for the year was a sem- lock him up. was a 74% was 74% from the line, 37% from 3. We went 67% from the line and 22% from 3 and lost by 4. Like that's how the tournament works and it it's hey, you faced a good defense. I was about Not to really. Say. We missed we missed we missed Armando Bacot locked your boys up. I mean, not really. We were just missing open threes and no, missing free you were throws. Rikers Island. I mean, we were missing Paolo free throws. Paolo Bancaro is a fraudulent. Paolo Bancaro was dominant on Saturday he night. He's a fraud. I like... He he. Our, Paolo Bancaro was incredible on Saturday He's a night. Fraud. Um, and like that. The thing is, that's how the tournament no. works. Like Caleb Love and Brady Manick missed the same shots against Kansas and that they made against Duke. And that's not like a complaint or anything. It's ha- like it's well, something you have to live with. Sprained their ankles in that game. Get it's not the Houston Rockets. It's, inshallah, please don't. It's he's a four. Paolo's probably the second best player in this draft. No. Um, yeah. Who do you want them to take? Chet or Jaden Ivey. Okay. Uh, I would take Paolo over Jaden Ivey. I would um, take Jaden Ivey. I would take Jaden Ivey. I think he in the modern, into the, in the modern system, NBA. Yeah. I wonder how how, how does Paolo not fit in the modern NBA? Well, Jaden Ivey fits better. Paolo do they? He plays a lot. He plays a lot much. better in the transition. He. That's not Paolo is one of the most dominant transition <laughs> players I've ever seen. Dude, dude, I'm I'm saying this. I, every year I'm objective on Duke draft prospects. I watched every single minute of Paolo's career. He was. How much Jaden Ivey did you watch? <laughs> A good amount. Because that man, Not as much that as man Paolo. would take the yeah. rebound and be at the bucket in like two seconds. I understand Ivy's better in transition than Paolo, but Paolo's a dominant transition player and a better half-court player. Okay, but... Paolo would I would take and Paolo is also a better J- passer. Jaden Ivy is basically <laughs> John Morant better in college. With more potential. He's not John Morant. No one's John. John Morant's probably... From college? Yeah. John Morant. They, it, they they played like identical roles at Murray State. I swear State you guys could be Purdue. brothers. <laughs> so they funny? look like each other. Ivy is not as explosive as Morant. He's just not. Well, Ivy's incredibly you know explosive. Sure, but he's faster. You know what? He's not, I think he's not he's faster, faster either. He's faster. 
I think he'd be a good fit with um the Pistons. No, yeah. I actually want I want to see Chet go to the Pistons. Um, yeah, but they don't fail. really have. I know. I I like Chet. I want Chet to go to the Pistons or OKC. I think those are the two best positions. Okay, so I want I want him to go. Like, if he doesn't go to the Rockets, I want him to go to OKC just so I can see a front court of him and Poku. Well, because so <laughs> here's yeah. here's here's the thing with Chet is that I think, and it's what makes him such a fascinating prospect is that the things I love about Chet are the way he instinctually conceptualizes the game of basketball when he's on the court. He is always in the right place at every moment, whether it be offensively or defensively. He is always going to be there for the right pass. He is always going to be there for the offensive rebound. The thing is, there are questions. There are. I think the biggest question is about offensively what type of one-on-one player he is. Because I think we know he's going to get bigger. I think once he gets bigger, he'll be fine defensively because his instincts are so good that once he's able to hold up physically... Um, he's just. I, I think he's going to be a dominant defensive player. I think offensively, the way to bring out his offensive ceiling is to put him with a premier young playmaker. So that's why I love the idea of putting him with Giddy or Cade Cunningham. Meanwhile, did you guys see my man Trey Mann got verified? He did? Yeah. Good for him. Took a, a, Can we talk a about how LSU's long. entire basketball team left? Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was fucking funny. Yeah. I wanted to actually talk about... um. The tournament, uh, one hit wonder. Doug. Doug. Well, they're all. They're, I, they're probably all going to Seton Hall. Is what I presume. They're all. They're all transferring with him. Yeah, Banks, Duggar. I mean, Doug. The thing is, Doug Eddard was not close to the best player on that team. Like Matthew Lee and Daryl Banks are much better players and better candidates in the transfer portal. And yet, everybody remembers Doug. Dougie. Because yeah. he's the it's, white guy yeah. with the mustache. Like I said, I was about to say he's like um, stash, baby. Tilly or whatever his name was. What? Kill- Killian Tilly. The one with the mustache. Well, Drew Timmy has like, a mustache. Timmy. Timmy. Oh, I was gonna say it's like a porn star mustache. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The difference is that, that Drew man Timmy could not be a porn. The difference. You know no, no, porn? I said I know. Time whoa, out. Whoa, 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 whoa! You know what kind of porn he would be? Why in? are we talking about porn? <laughs> because right now? she said it. No, this be... is my take. Hold Liza on, wait, is wait, just wait. blatantly no, stealing no, my I'm take. Talking. But he does have the porn. You no, said that's why I find him attractive. Where the mom teaches the kids. No. <laughs> Doug Eller looks like the eighth most popular porn star of 1977. That's exactly no, what he looks like. Josh, are you today. familiar with porn stars from 1977? Uh, enough to know that that's, that's what, what Doug Eller looks like. I'm a bit scared for you, man. <laughs> Do I need to put you in rehab? He goes and gets the VHS tapes. Bro. We can all make fun of my type right now, but like a little bit of a porn stash is like... <laughs> we know, Liza. You didn't need to say it. But no, yeah, those those guys are all like men that seem like they're in a Nirvana cover band. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I like That's men it. that end up being Trump supporters. But... Guys that can't no, quite get the opening riff to "Smells Like Teen Spirit" down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're they're trying to they're trying to figure it out on the guitar. Can't yeah. quite That's like get actually there. Actually, so much better than what my type is. <laughs> Fair oh, but no, in all seriousness, I, I gave you too much those guys, those guys, those guys, they're going to Seton Hall. I might um, have to put the explicit for this episode. Dude, you yelled the word porn like seven yeah. times. Yeah, I, think I know. Half, I'm not I, saying it was I not me. I think you have to or we're going to get sued by some angry moms. Like, I didn't yell porn. But yeah, so I was you trying to get over you Josh went, who you talked. Went, you know what kind of porn he'd be in? Like seven times. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I couldn't get my sentence up. So well, I did. I let you, you speak didn't before say me. it seven times. All right, fine. I'll I was more it. just mad that Liza was stealing my take because I've said that multiple I, times. Everyone hey, Josh, has that. Take. And when I said it, Liza. And when I said it, Liza credited it for being a funny take. Yeah. And then just blatantly stole it. Welcome to 2022. I'm with Welcome David to on that. Twitter. I need. Mean, I, I. I am reclaiming Josh, that take. Josh left Twitter because of the Dugloss for a little hot sec, which and I think. Yeah. Really All I'm saying is. I caught all the smoke off the chin after the Rockets missed 27 straight threes. Well, all of it. I made so. a mental health decision, and I'm very okay that I, think I made. I that was a good mental health yeah. decision. Yes. I support you, you on that. Your therapist? Uh, I have not met my therapist yet since the game, oh, but I, 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 yeah, when, I will say, in all seriousness, when are you, Josh? When in doubt, I'm not sure yet. Call the therapist. Um, Call him right now. <laughs> In all seriousness, Put them on in all seriousness, <laughs> Jewish therapist. in all seriousness, I have been sad. I have been sad before after sports games. That was the first time in my life after a sports game that I felt the way I did at times in my life where I've been depressed. Like I was in a dark place Saturday night. Was the Good night. Samaritan's hotline about to get called, a call? I would come give you a hug. Was man. the Good Samaritan's yeah. hotline about to get yes. a call? <laughs> Yeah. Like, I so, like, so I'm, I'm doing better now. Right. The game on Monday helped a little bit. Do you like cats? I'm allergic to cats. Oh, do you like dogs? Hey, what, what, what is the number two? Two one two four four three nine 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 nine. No, I'm do I'm doing no I'm 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 NYU hotline. No, the NYU hotline. They didn't. They didn't get the NYU hotline. One time I called them. Well, I was like, you know, not in a good place. Like, what's your end number? And I'm like, I'm really trying not to kill myself right now. I can't get my no. So last year, last year I called the NYU hotline and they were like, we're gonna have to put you on hold. And I was on hold for like, and I was on hold for like 45 minutes. I'm like, wow, you guys are. Killing it with mental health. I, I no, could have killed Samaritan myself. Call you know, my besties part. the Good Samaritan hotline. Beautiful. You think, you think? There's, they have that text chat that uh, NYU does. I've never used NYU mental health services. And like, they literally were like, yeah, we'll get back to you in about an hour. When I sent like, hey, I'm really feeling down and out, it, yeah. out of it. And they sent, we'll be with you in an hour. No, call the Good Samaritans. That's what Is I that do. Is that the little kids? No, that's that like. tell you happy things? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> but in all, seri- in all seriousness, I will say I am, I am doing better now than I was Saturday night. Yeah, good job, Josh. Woo! And the UNC loss on Monday helped Did a little bit. Did you drink? Bit. No. Good for that, you. Yeah, I was like, that would have made this strong. worse. No. No, that um, would have made it much worse. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's strong. Yeah, I, good for you. I, I, I think... I've done the very I I, I so so I actually think I actually think in a weird way the game they at Cameron. Video of that. So the one thing the one thing I will say is that I was talking they, with my friend about it the other day. It. Ever since Duke won the national title in 2015, like, has it been downhill since? Not only with Duke, I've had oh, I have songs? had. Oh yeah. So ever and since Duke, the, did you have the microaggression song? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> So I, I was actually talking about this with my friend the other day. What did help is that ever since Duke won the title in 2015, oh, I've been in sucked. an incredible run. No, it's not that they've sucked. It's that they've been good, and I've done an incredible Minus run of, like, devastating sports losses. Like, since the Duke—Duke Duke won the title in 2015. Since then, I've had— 
the Orioles forgetting Zach Britton existed in the playoff game. <laughs> I had Antonio Brown scoring a touchdown on the last play of the game to win the division in week 17. I had the Wizards just blowing a series against the Celtics. I had Andy Dalton and Tyler Boyd having a 50-yard touchdown on the last play of the regular season to knock us out in the playoffs. I had the Duke-Kansas game where Grayson Allen shot the ball that rolled around the rim for like two minutes and then dropped oh, out. And then I had... Wait, was, was that the game where he tripped somebody? No, that was like two years after the last time he had tripped somebody. Um, Honestly, didn't even remember. I just wanted to make the joke. And that's the game where Wendell Carter shouldn't have gotten fouled out in overtime. There was a really bad call. But the, the shot was upsetting. It was hey, Speaking of Wendell Carter, that man's been kind of nice in the He's league He's good. Recently. I've never... I've ne- Who is he with right now? The Bulls? Magic. My, he got traded. My, my, one of the hottest takes I've ever had of Duke basketball on that team was that Carter was going to be a better NBA player He's than Bagley. The and the 2018 Bagley team. Stinks. 2018 team. Bagley I said shit. the entire time Carter's going to be a better NBA player. And okay, I've been vindicated. He, okay. With all due respect to Marvin Bagley, he has been playing well with the Pistons. Yeah. I love his dad's no, like no. thing. He was I, like, he's getting a fresh star. He's going to prove it. So the way I felt about Marvin Bagley is he's gone from being overrated to underrated in the sense that I never thought he should be picked number two. I also think he was put in a horrible position with he a was. team where draft picks generally go to die. And I think in a weird way. Yeah. In a weird way. I like, cannot. I still can't believe they traded yeah, him. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't hate the idea of like taking a flyer on him because he's still like uber athletic. Um. And you'll see you get something out of him. But yeah, so like I could keep going on. There was the Ravens Titans playoff game. There was the Duke Michigan State game. I've had a lot of really bad losses the last few years. So that helped me. I also, the Duke UNC game at the end of the regular season just made me realize I had to get off my phone and social media. Um, That's actually good. There was a bit of an incident in our group chat after the game <laughs> that made me realize I should get off my phone. Um, I don't remember that. Um, it's when Josh came for Lynn Bias. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that that helped. And then, like I said, the, th- the thing that helped me with Carolina losing on Monday is that it is true now that Carolina will always have this as a trump card over us. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I like, though, is that the only other compar- comparison in sports history of a team having that type of win and then losing was the Aaron Boone game. And that was mitigated the next year. That was mitigated the next year by the Red Sox winning. And as awesome as it would be if Duke played Carolina next year in the tournament and beat them like that, probably won't happen. But the it thing is, be as yeah. rewarding. the thing is, the thing is, the Yankees lost normally in the World Series. Like they just lost. Um, so Yankees fans could give Red Sox fans shit about it and not really worry. When Carolina, fa- the way Car- that would have been true if Carolina normally lost. But the way Carolina lost means that no matter what, when their fans give our fans shit about it, it will be something in their mind. And it doesn't mean they can't give a shit about it, but it means they're going to be a little bit more upset when they do so. And Carolina fans being upset makes me happy. And on top of that... I don't know, man. They had like four and a half good ankles by the end of that game. Right? But no matter what, no matter (laughs) what... Right. But no no matter what, blowing a 16-point lead in the title game is brutal. Like, no matter how it happens, blowing a 16-point lead... Yeah, it's brutal, but, you know, if... If the floor falls out under one of your players, and then like Brady Mannix definitely out there hooping with like multiple concussions. Right. That man got of course. CTE now. But I'm just talking Armando from. Baycott already didn't have a work. So those, so those are reasons that it happened. That doesn't make a fan any less upset. It doesn't make a fan any less. That upset, that's the point. That's the point I'm making. It's it's like it's like reasoning. But like, of course. So healthy. if you try and bring it up. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not bringing it up. Yeah. My, my point, point is, is that when a Carolina if pran. I, if I'm if theoretically, if I'm a UNC fan and. You you bring it up, I'm going to be like, 
We still beat your team, and we had like. Yeah, my point is not that I'm bringing it up. My point is that when a Carolina fan brings the Duke game up, they're inevitably thinking. Carolina was healthy for the Duke game, though. No, I know. Yeah, Carolina just had an incredible team breakdown. Um, But no. And then. No, I I didn't say Carolina was healthy. The uh, the other thing that just makes me happy is that, like, the Duke Carolina thing meant a lot more to the fans than it did to the players in the sense that as a player, your number one goal is to win a title no matter what. And, like, that's there's a reason Manic and Love and Baycott were all crying. So those sites made me happy. And in a weird way, and again, this is just my way of compartmentalizing it, but the reality is those guys are going to be asked to do interviews for the rest of their life about that about Duke that. Carolina game. And the way a player's mind works is that it's impossible to separate that game from the fact that you then choked in the title game. So for the rest of their lives, those guys are going to be forced to relive the title game, which makes me happy. But, you know, it's something I'm going to have to live with. And like I said, it's why I will say time and time again, the tournament is an incredibly weird thing. And I it's, love it. You're right. But it's like I was looking I, I was looking at curiosity at Caleb Love's game log in the tournament. And every game... <laughs> the Caleb Love experience yeah. was one of my favorite parts <laughs> every, of the tournament. So here, this is the he thing. He no idea what was coming So next. So the thing is, this is the thing. And I, I just say this as... Because, you know, naturally, besides Duke, Carolina's the team I watch the most during the regular season. So I know them very, very well. I did Sounds find like it funny. Carolina fan. <laughs> Carolina, Carolina and Duke fans keep tabs on each other the whole year. It's just part of how the rivalry works. But you guys should kiss. <laughs> is that is that you fully understand how the Caleb Love experience works? And in, when you're coming in, every game in the tournament, Caleb Love's point he would score every every game in the tournament. Caleb Love's point total would decrease by ten points from one game to the next. And then increased by 10 the next game. I think he had 35, 23, 13, 28, and 14 in the tournament. And 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 this is the thing. Is that like, after Mark Williams missed those free throws and Carolina got the ball. And they're coming down the court. You're like, oh, Caleb Love's going to make a three. Just because that's how he was playing. And then in the title game, when they're down three with 15 seconds left, it's like, Caleb Love's going to jack up a bad shot and miss. And it's our revisionist history to say that. Because everyone knew that that one was... Yeah, yeah. I sent... Um, I I have a friend who's a UNC fan, and so throughout the Duke and Kansas game, I probably sent the message that just said the Caleb Love experience. Right, you knew that's ha- times, that you knew that's what's happening. And again, this doesn't make Kansas an illegitimate championship or anything, because that's how the tournament works. It's just he played really well one game and really poorly the other game, and it was unfortunate for my team that they caught him in a dominant night. Same thing with Brady Manic and a healthy team. <laughs> yeah, um. You know, it's it's way tournament works, and it's like whatever. We shot horribly, and they shot well, and we lost by four. We were the better team, but they were the slightly better team on that night, and that's how the tournament works. Something, it's just something you're gonna have to live with. But it was at the it, end of this. I'm just thinking of the LSU thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. The championship, it, was it was play. as brutal of a loss as you could manufacture in the tournament. It, it was. It was devastating. That being said. I still really, really love the guys on this Duke team. Um, it was a good Duke team. It was. I will it, give you that. It was a really fun group of guys to root yeah. for, and even the one guy who hadn't won me over, Trevor Keels, completely won me over in that game. Yeah. Because, not only because he played really well in that game, but because, to be a freshman and to take the benching the way he did, like to be benched right before the tournament can be like a thing that destroys your confidence. And to not and to continue to stay locked in and to have that type of performance he had in the final four and to have that like to be weeping like that after the game 
it's like the type of character that sort of made Duke basketball what it is. Like, it's just that type of thing that like I really respect in a player. And I actually think it would be beneficial for him to. I don't know if he'll do it. I think he should come back. Um, I think he should too. Yeah, I would say the three guys you should definitely leave are Paolo, Williams, and Griffin. No, I I think um Keels. Keels up his draft. Yeah, lock, that well, that's why I think he should come back. Yeah, I think I think. No, he's, I know he's that's like what a, you're thinking. Like, like. Late first Luckily round pick, right now. First Late first round pick, yeah. yeah. He's incredibly talented, who has to become a little bit more sophisticated in his game. I think it would be better for him to go back to college. I'll be interested to see what he does, but yeah. This, when do they have to decide again? It's fairly soon. Yeah, it's by soon. the end of April where they have to put their name in for submission, and then 10 days after the combine is when they're eligible to take their name out. Yeah, yeah, if they don't um, sign with an agent. Yeah. No, you're allowed to sign with an agent. Oh, now you are. Yeah, because NIL. Well, because oh, NIL, NIL now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's you're allowed to talk with. Um, after the combine, you're allowed to talk with teams and see where your standing is and yeah. make the decision. Um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, which but, I definitely think is like is much better than it used to be because it, you had to it's, sign with the, it's yeah. really disappointing seeing guys that you know get get a bit fooled by an agent just yeah. end up like you know their career goes to hell. Yeah. There's this. I don't know why I've always remembered this, but there's this guy at NC State whose name was Trevor Lacey, who played in the mid 2010s. Who I I, I actually really enjoyed watching him. It was on a couple of NC State teams that were fun to watch. It was with Cat Barber. It was the team that beat Villanova when in the NC tournament. State was fun to watch. That beat Villanova in the tournament, and he was a really good college player who was very much led astray and entered the draft and wound up being undrafted. And it sort of destroyed his career. And I felt really bad because I felt like if he had stayed, he could have both developed into a great college player and a good NBA player. There are some guys like that at Duke at well who I think have entered prematurely. Um, and yeah, it's it's an unfortunate thing. But no, this, it's hard because, you know, your best teams don't always win the title. And this Duke team was better than some of the Duke teams that have won the title. And it was genuinely a lovable Duke team. Like, I really, lo- I really love the guys on this team. Um, it just wound up with one of the most depre- the most depressing sports loss in my life. All right. Um, I do want to talk about one thing that I just think is hilarious. We'll kind of shift. Anyone have any last parts from like NCAA? A shout out to Kansas. We had this whole discussion and didn't talk about the team that won the title. Let's just like like just a minute. Great job. Getting yeah. back in that title game. David McCormick, Remy Martin, Ochai Agbaji, Christian Brown were awesome. I've always really been in, I've been annoyed with a lot of the Bill self hate that's gone on the past few years. Um, <laughs> he's a fan. I've been annoyed with I read a thing that judge. like it was like both <laughs> teams that were number one going into the 2020 tournament that didn't get played, like the COVID tournament that didn't yeah, happen. Baylor, Baylor, and Kansas. Uh uh-uh. uh, the two number ones. It was. South Carolina and Kansas. South Carolina was not a number one seed in 2020. Oh, you're talking about women. Okay, I thought we were talking. I thought we were saying. Yeah, they... no, I'm saying that South Carolina yeah, yeah. and Kansas. I thought we were saying those say... two number one seeds won this. Yeah, year. I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying that the last two men's title teams. Yeah, went... no. Yeah. Um. Anything else? I mean, yeah. Definitely shout out to Kansas. Um. I want to kind of shift a little bit for. Um, a little bit about the NBA because we are approaching the end of the season for that as well. Um, I just think this is a kind of hilarious thing. <laughs> that was really okay. funny, Rebecca. Thank you. Um, so the Bulls 
Stink. have a combined record of 2-19 and 19 against the top four teams in each conference. I think the Rockets have a better record. The Haven't Rockets they not do. won a game against the top three team? Probably not. Uh, unless somebody moves they haven't, down. They haven't beat the Heat, and they haven't beat the Warriors. I know both yeah, of They those. also have a losing record over like the last two and a half months. They haven't... Um, well, part of that was looking at uh, another tweet above that. That without oh Lonzo, God. they're 23 and 21. With him, they were 22 and 12. Here's the reason but I don't... Like, Here's the reason I don't give them excuses is that everyone's been hurt. Yeah. Like the, the like the Heat went a, the Heat went a lot of time without Bam. They went time without Butler. The Bucks ha- the Bucks basically the last month and a half is the longest they've been with Giannis Middleton. Do they even have Brooke Lopez back? They got Lopez back a couple weeks ago. They finally have Giannis Middleton and Holiday all at the same time. The Nets have obviously had the, their Durant and Kyrie thing. The Celtics have gone time without Smart and Brown. A- everyone's been hurt, so I'm not using that as an excuse for them. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, the New York Knicks are currently up sixty-three to forty-six <laughs> yeah. on the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Bro. Hell yeah! And everyone's saying the Nets are gonna beat the Heat. That's. Or is that who they're matched up to play right now? If well, they have to get they do the, the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's and the thing about. They don't. Here's the thing about. Here's the thing about the Nets, and I've honestly been hyping them up a lot. If Seth Curry and Bruce Brown are not at a hundred percent, I get really worried. Um, and, and and that's like you know, so I it was actually Curry, Curry didn't Thank play you. last night. Yeah, so he's back tonight. He's um, tonight. He's, he's not 100 percent yet. Um, and that's the thing about the Nets is that and, and listen, David saw it in person last night. Like Kyrie and Durant are just this two person offensive supernova. Uh, uh Durant kind of stunk it up. Last right, night. he had a bad game last night. But the point no, is, he was in Jay Sean Tate Island. Let's get one thing clear. All right, that man was locked up. But the point is, Durant and Kyrie are an incredible offensive combo, right? Yeah. They are not a good defensive team. Yeah, I mean, any, have, yeah. Anybody looks like a good offensive combo against the worst defense in the league. Having missing four starters, not having Bruce Brown and not having Seth Curry, takes away that little edge on, like, makes their defense slightly worse and makes that offense slightly worse to the point that the dominant offense is not able to overcome other teams. And that, in a in a way, is what worries me um, about them, is that. They sort of need to be whole together in order to win, and I still fully believe that if they're a whole um, and they get through the play-in, I would consider calling them the favorites, probably out of them Milwaukee. Um, you know I'm not big on the Heat. I've said this before. I think, I'm just saying the fact, do you think the Nets are like... <coughs> I I mean, I think if, they're health, if they get through the play-in and if they have their team, I'd put them on par with Boston and Milwaukee. Yeah, it's a big if, though. That is right. a big if. That is, that is the big if. How do you not have the heat at this point? I'm sorry. Because. We're not playing in a bubble. <laughs> be, all right, all right. I here's, think they're better than the Nets, but I don't really trust the here's, heat. Here's my problem. Here is my. Butler started to hit his jump shots again. Here's my <laughs> biggest problem with the heat. <laughs> is that I think the heat have. And it's an interesting way of sort of looking at this because I was actually thinking about this the other day. Whether you'd rather have a situation where, like, you have two guys on your... Outside of the stars, obviously. If you have two guys on your team who, if you remove them, you're like, they're not winning. Or if you have, like, four guys on your team, which one you would rather? Because the thing with the Heat is that they're so reliant on the parts of their whole is that if they lose any one of Tyler Hero... Um, or Kyle Lowry, 
Or, How can you say that when they went half the season without their main core guys? Because because it's not the playoffs. Yeah, you're not playing, you know, good teams in a seven-game series. They're just they're, they are in terms of the guys they are reliant on. They are reliant on more non-stars than any other team, and they need the some of the their they have less they have less of an ability than any other team to make up for for any other areas because the reality is every other team competing for it to come out of the east and even though i don't think they will i would just include the sixers there just because of how good Embiid is yeah i don't think it is either but of those five teams the reality is they have the least ability to cover up for other you know i really hope they prove you wrong i listen I'm just like do it. I think it. we all hope. I mean, I, I'm the all fact for that they're it. the yeah. number one seed and you're downing them. I mean, I, I, to I, make it out of like to beat the Nets, who are barely gonna make the play because the Nets have a bunch of fucking bullshit. No, it's not. The Nets haven't had their guys all year. Would you? All right, here's a question. But you're saying the Heat, if they don't have their guys, they're gonna lose. Last year, the Heat have. Last year, would you? you can't no. say that. Last year, would you have picked the Lakers against the Jazz in the playoffs if the Lakers were fully healthy with LeBron and Anthony Davis? Yes, but I take anyone over the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. But the Jazz were the one seed and got through the West and were the best team all year. How could you pick against them against a team that's in the play-in? That's a. That's not a good. Why? Both teams had their guys injured all year. No, because Rudy Gobert is the reason why that Jazz team falls apart. Bam Adebayo can defend on the perimeter. All right, but I. I... Bad comparison. I would say the reason the Heat falls apart is because I don't think they have as good of an offensive weapon in a big playoff game as any of the other guys. I think this is like fundamentally, if you're relying in crunch time, I'd just rather have any of the guys on the other team that's coming to the end of the game. And the Heat are a team that relies on the sum of a whole. And history has told us time and time again that the teams that rely on the sum of a whole that wind up as high seeds in the regular season generally don't succeed in the playoffs. And I don't have any issue picking against... 2014-15 Warriors. Had Steph Curry, who's... Right, but they still were a strength in numbers team. They had the MVP of the league that year. The Heat do not have anywhere near that. Bam Adebayo or Jimmy Butler are nowhere near good as Steph Curry. I'm not saying that. Right. My point is that Steph Curry was the best player in the Western Conference that year. And he was the Heat. If we're ranking the best players they also, on, they also didn't have to play the Clippers. Yeah. If we're ranking the best players on every team, the Heat have the Clippers can't claim. There that. are the four. The reality the is there are four teams in the East who have a better best player than the Heat. And the thing is, I have no issue picking against a one But the league is no longer a best player. Look what happened to the Lakers. They I mean, I would, arg- I would argue that the last God knows how many years, the team that won the title was the guy who, who had the best player in the playoffs every single year. Giannis was the best guy in the playoffs last year. LeBron was the best guy the year before. Kawhi was a supernova the year before. Durant was the best guy in the playoffs the two years before. LeBron was the best guy in the playoffs. Curry was the best, or LeBron was the best guy in the playoffs until Durant and Love got, or Irving and Love got hurt. Um, Curry was the second best guy in the playoffs, so they won. The last time we've seen the sum of a whole team win a championship was the 2014 Spurs, and that was a team that still had Tony Barker, Tim Duncan, and Kawhi Leonard and Manu, which is a better roster than this Heat team. And how are you completely counting out the fact that they have veterans in Kyle Lowry, 
Jimmy Butler, both of who are great finishers. Those are you great. Have Jimmy, you have Bam Adebayo who can guard every player on the opposing Those team. Those are all great. You have Tyler Hero who is a certified bucket and At proved times. it in the... He, if he can also it. be a certified brick. He's like Caleb Love. No, he's not. Yes, he's exactly like Caleb have Love. Have you not watched them play? Yes. He's having a statistically amazing he season. He is. He has an ability to win a game for you or kill you at the end of the game. Okay, because, but isn't that every player? Uh, More so than other players, because if you're asking me who I'd rather take my big shot, I'd rather so many guys more than Tyler Hero. If you're saying, who would you rather be the certified bucket at the end of the game? Do I want Hero or Tatum? Do I want Hero or Durant? Which, are you saying you'd rather Hero than Giannis or Middleton? I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm saying the fact that you can't count out the team. Just I'm not counting them out. Oriented. I'm not counting them out. I'm saying you literally the... are saying that half the East is better than them. Yeah, which that doesn't is a mean bunch I... of fucking bullshit. That doesn't mean I'm counting them out. I think they're the fourth best team in the East and could come out of the East. You... I cannot. Being a one seed doesn't mean you're the best team. I'm you... not saying that. That's why they're the best team. Do, do you want me to go through a long list of the history of some of, like, recent history? I don't need to hear the fucking history. Some of History whole... does not influence the now completely. I mean, that's It might have true. some impact, but just because it happened before doesn't mean it's going to happen for now. Rec- for the record, the people at Hoops and Scoops do, in fact, believe you should study history or yeah. be doomed to repeat it. The, um... the official position of Hoops and <laughs> yeah. Scoops is that learning lessons about learning. how to build championship teams is important. Oh, no, I'm just talking about history in general. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but specifically. Go to history class and be educated. Okay, yeah. you guys can. But find in, it. in all seriousness, if we're looking at, if we're looking at types Stop of pulling statistics out of your ass, we get it. I mean, you they're just not said, statistics yeah. Out of his ass. They're this right. is not, I know they're right. I'm not saying that they're wrong. Right. I'm just saying you can't say just because this team reminds you of another team that it's not going to work. I mean, I'm not saying it's not going to work. I'm saying making You it... literally are saying it's not going to work. I'm saying I would pick them not to win. That's I'm... saying it's not going to work. No, because I'm not. There's a difference between saying there's no way it's going to happen and I don't think it's going to happen. The Heat have a chance That's to come out. That's saying it's not going to work. No, I it's not. Yes, it is. Last week, I said, I don't think UNC will beat Duke. UNC could very easily beat Duke. That's what happened. I was wrong on my prediction. That's You're the way be this wrong works. wrong again. Like the reality. should bet on it. I- I'm perfectly fine. Do you want to bet on whether the Heat will come out of the East or not? They're Happily. not coming out of the okay. East. Okay. How much? They're I'm not coming out I'm of the East. I'm broke right oh, now. Bet. I'm busy. Don't bet money. Let's do okay. something more fun than that. Yeah. I okay. am busy trying to afford an apartment right now. Loser gets an egg thrown at their head. Fine. Ooh. Deal. 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 Oh, my God. I didn't. I, oh, geez. What did I do? I'm fine. Because, like, the Heat are not coming. Like, I do not think they will come out of the East. That was a joke. I didn't. Okay. I, I am, the Heat's not coming out of the East. And I'm that's the thing. The entire point of making sports. Of sports. Of, I would keep the entire point you of you're sports. You're making it seem like they're not going to get past the first round. Uh, that's I, my issue more than anything. Well, okay, they I think lose they, in the Eastern Conference. I think, finals, I think they, something like that. But saying that they're not going to come out of the first round is idiotic. If they play the Nets, I don't think they'll come out of the first round. If they play a different team, I you think they will. You sound like all the Lakers fans saying, "Oh, if the Lakers are healthy, they're going to win." Uh, no, I don't. Because first off, if the Lakers were healthy last year, they would have won. Um, because they were killing the Suns before Davis got hurt. Um, second. It's not true because when the Nets are healthy, they have the best player in the world. 
I'm not denying that Kevin Durant is the best player in the world, yeah, I mean, but yeah. they have barely played any games together. They have absolutely no chemistry. Meanwhile, you have a Heat yeah. team. But I thought part of the argument about the Heat was that they've been so good when they haven't had their guys. I don't know. And they I have don't, been. But no look chemistry. how much better yeah. they are when they do yeah. have their guys. And then I'm sorry, the Nets do have chemistry. And how much better are the Nets when they do have their guys? They lost like 14 straight games that their guys. When Durant plays, the Nets are 40 and 26. Uh, that's 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 the that's a pace for a record that would get you a number one seed right now, in the East. That's the reality. The reason the Nets are the seven seed was because they went on like as a they're down right now to seventeen to the fucking Knicks. Agree. What about the fact that the Nets beat the Heat go by fifteen? The Heat New beat York, the, the Nets beat the Heat by fifteen like a week ago. If we're doing one game sample sizes, that's that a better a sample size. Really weird game. All right. Why can't this be a weird game? Because there's multiple of them? Of what? One game? Two of one game. Well, Math! Well, they lost to... The, I mean, they did lose to the Hawks. Right. The Nets have not been playing well. And like I said, uh, if Curry and Brown are hurt, that lowers my faith in them. But if we're talking greater issues, I'm only talking about the Nets. They, they lost to the Hornets, too. Yeah. That, uh, the Grizzlies are pretty yeah. good. No, the um, Nets have been struggling lately with some Celtics, of the injuries they've had. Heat, but the they, Celtics are good. Beat the, beat the Heat. Yeah, they lost to the Heat. Right they here. also they also beat the Heat. Yeah, but they, they lost, lost to the, the Heat, heat twice this year. Okay. Actually, I think uh, three times. Was that with so I guess is the Kyrie? argument that one game sample sizes aren't how you should but look also, at basketball. But also, was that before no, Kyrie was playing? Like the argument is that one of them definitely. The argument is Kyrie. here's the thing. The, the the what is an undeniable fact is that when Kevin Durant has played, the Nets have been on a record that would put them on pace to be the one seed in the East. You know what I I it, so here's my bet. If it's the Heat... Well, the bet was about whether the Heat are coming out of the East. I said they are not. You said they were. They are not I still the stand East. by that. They are not But if the, the Heat beat the Nets, if that ends up being the matchup, we need another bet on that. I will make that bet if Curry and Brown are fully healthy. This is the Heat-Nets. That's a Mickey Mouse bet if I've ever heard it. That's no, it's not because... Yes, it is. Well... Because I'm... You can say that for any team. If they're healthy, they're the best. Because I'm they have two guys that are injured okay, right now. Okay, if the Rockets are healthy, they're not good. Because they have All two right, guys... Man, what was that yeah, for? I'm because, just sitting here. Because they have two guys who are playing injured right now, which is an immediate question. It's okay, not a hypothetical. Okay, but if they're healthy enough to play in the regular season, they're going to be fine. So... Sure. If you're saying sure, you know what? Healthy. Fine. If they play, I will make that. I'll I'll make a there separate bet go. if those two teams play. Fine. I love chaos. Yeah. Um. And the Heat are a really good team with a great coach that could easily prove me wrong. I think right now they're the fourth best team in the East. I would if they were in a playoff series. I would take no matter what Rebecca, order. Who do you think is the best team in the East? I mean, she's made a bet on the Heat coming out of Logically, the East, so that's her I would answer. Say... I think it's going to come down to the Bucks in the Heat. I don't think that. I would take I the Celtics over the Heat. I was going to say Celtics. Um, I Celtics mean, the Celtics Bucks. have been the best team in basketball for yeah, three months Celtics now. Celtics have been both the best offense and defense. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that. The yeah, but the Heat beat them. But that doesn't. But the, we're, we're, that's a, yeah. Don't argue single game statistics oh, aren't a thing. It's a seven game series, dog. And then say, but the Heat beat the Celtics, who have the best offense and defense, and therefore they're better than the Celtics. I'm not saying that's not going to be a Celtics. good series. I think it would be a fantastic series. 
Yeah, but your reason for not taking the Celtics is because the Heat. We ju- we've we've been talking. I'm not saying game. that that is the one reason I'm not taking okay, them. So I just ones? to me the most bullshit thing that you're saying right now. I can understand the argument for the Bucks or for the Celtics. I can really understand that because they have proven it. The idea that you are arguing that the Brooklyn but, fucking but, Nets. But time out. Why not? Here's the thing. That my my the reason the Nets are a seven yeah, seed. Yeah, we definitely need an explicit on this one. Bears. <laughs> the reason the Nets are the seven seed bears zero resemblance to the Nets team that would show up in the playoffs. I I, I will say this time and time again. When Kevin Durant plays, the Nets have the best winning percentage in the East, and that is a fact. So if we're using the sample sizes that are relevant to the playoffs, and 66 games is more than enough of a sample size, the Nets are every bit as good as those other teams. I'm not going to look at the fact that everyone got COVID and they went on a 12-game losing streak in January to to inform me when the team that lost those games has zero relevance to the team that's playing right now. You can't say that, like, oh, they let COVID and all those issues. Look at the Heat all year. I will say it again. When Kevin Durant plays, they are 40 and 26. And that is why I am talking about them as good as the other teams. Because when Kevin Durant plays, they are as good. And that is more than enough of a sample size to inform us of that. He's played 66 games this year. <laughs> Feels like less. Doesn't feel like it. It's thinking, wait, it's when Durant or Kyrie play. If okay. they're 40 and 26. Well, then that's a shit. Yeah. That's a bad statistic. It actually isn't because Kyrie's worse than Durant. So if we're talking yeah. about this. If we're, ta- if we're talking yeah, about this, that would actually, that would be even worse teams. He doesn't that claim create, That would be worse teams that create yeah, that sample see, size. Counterpoint, um, I want chaos, so I want him to match up with Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> They're not playing Toronto. In Toronto. They're not playing. Toronto, Toronto's going to be the five, probably. Yes, but I want chaos. Um, And I... Um, can Kyrie? St- oh yeah, he still can't play in Canada. Yeah, I mean, I, realistically, the only way they play Toronto would be if they fall to the eight, and then them and Toronto win in the first round, and then play in an eighth five. Which oh God, I mean, I don't, I don't think be here if the Nets yeah. win in the first round. <laughs> which I, I'm at least not sitting between you two next time. Which Jesus I, I don't think Christ. would happen just because however one through four winds up, Toronto. Toronto's good. I don't think Toronto's going to beat any. Miami's going to be the one probably. They're not beating, beating any of Philly, uh, Boston, or Milwaukee, no matter how that turns out. Yeah, I agree with that. Hold on. So you... Why are we adding Philly into this? Yeah, wait, hold on. Because I think they're better than Toronto. No. Oh, we're talking about Toronto yeah, now? Yeah, I'm talking about Toronto oh, in the first were, round. I, talking about I, the I thought, Heat. I thought you were talking about the Heat. No, I, th- I, I would pick the Heat. Like, like, hey, man, the, you said four. Yeah, I would, no, I would pick the Heat over Philly. Math um, don't check out. I would pick the Heat over Philly. I Listen, I've been very much on record since the beginning of um, the trade that I, I was not very excited about Philly's chances in the East. Well, Philly, yeah. I've never been Fat excited Man about their. I think yeah. the the only <laughs> argument, yeah, the only argument for Philly is that Embiid's taken it up another level the past couple weeks, and if he plays in the playoffs at the level he's been playing now, they just have to be taken seriously because right, he's playing. Right, but as then a, you meet a you know defense that, you know that's that able like, to constant. That feels like the clip from Arrested Development right. with, with right. the magicians, where it's like we demand right. to be taken seriously. Right. Rebecca, that is why. That's why that that the thing you just said is why I think the Heat are the fifth best team, or not sorry, not the Heat, the Sixers. Why I think they're the fifth best team in the East. Yeah. Because there are so many things that have to go right. That being said. The Sixers, I think, are the worst team in the argument, worst team in the East, that you could say to me right now they will come out of the East. 
And you'd still say, and like, like a fortune teller will come back and tell me they're coming out of the East. And, you know, barring mass injuries to everyone, I could come up with a rationalization in my mind of why it would happen, is, is what I'm saying with them. Yeah, I'm not denying that. Yeah, I yeah. think silly shit. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I'm saying. Um, and why. Batman James. Batman yeah. James. And I, I still don't think he is, but Embiid has played himself back into the MVP conversation he's the not. past couple weeks. He's not, he's not the MVP. But I'd the, still yeah. go Jokic slight edge, but. And, and Bede's been on another level the past couple weeks. So is Giannis. They all have been. It's really one of the most fun MVP races I can ever remember. Part of me thinks Embiid's going to win it just because. It'll be interesting because right now Jokic is a slight favorite. I think people have finally come around the past couple weeks. Yeah, I just, the, the market size and just the name to me. I feel like the but media might knows be who stupid. Is. No, I'm just saying the media might be stupid. Am and I stupid or didn't Jokic win it last? He year? did. Yeah. He did. Well, so last like, year and B got. I'm saying last the, year... the media. You're gonna put him up against. You're gonna put him up against Embiid and not want someone so, to win it twice in a row. Here's the thing: I, I think that has created. I, mean, Giannis won it I in don't a row get me Jokic wrong. Did, like... Jokic just serves it. Yeah. I I'm not yeah. denying that. Here, I'm just saying weirder things happen. Mike in Milwaukee. Or not Philly. No, I'm saying, but we're saying Jokic. Yeah. Um, I'm saying the thing that I think weird gives, things have the, happened. Yeah, the thing that I think gives credence to Rebecca's point. Derrick Rose won. Is Jokic? Yeah, LeBron should have won it that year. Um, the thing that I think gives credence to Rebecca's point is that Jokic should have been the MVP last year, but Embiid was the favorite, and the reason Jokic won it was because Embiid got hurt down the stretch, um, and that sort of ended it, where he missed like a month or something. It was like with six weeks left, he missed like four weeks, and that kind of sealed it. Um, but it looked like he was on a path to improperly winning it over Jokic. So there definitely is in the media more Embiid uh, momentum than there exactly. is for Jokic. Right now, if you were to ask me who it would be, I would still go Jokic. Like, I would say my I opinion think it is Jokic. should be Jokic. I, I, I'm right. just saying the media right. sometimes will create a storyline and do wrong. something weird. Yeah, you're not wrong. I, I would say right but now if he's a hundred percent if you had to ask me what i think they will do i would still say Jokic right now but you're a hundred percent right about that point. They, they do weird shit oh my yeah. god they agreed oh my god they agreed. you can't ca like i mean you and josh are usually the ones going at it we agree at a lot of stuff we just i hate duke he loves him. yeah that's not gonna say the only thing that they really disagree yeah, about that and like the nets but that's about it but also the nets is not as heated as that was. Yeah, like, my team For the sucks. record, I was significantly more calm in that conversation. <laughs> Rebecca was the one that was a little. Yes, more. thank you, Liza. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like relative, sure, calm, no. <laughs> I was. I wouldn't say I was calm. I was significantly calmer. He's yeah. calmer than what if, he usually if we're making is. It relative, sure. But like, you know. All I'm gonna I say have, is I go back and listen to. At both of you right now. <laughs> go back and listen to the audio when we're over and at see which one was calling the other one fucking bullshit. That's all I will say. I wasn't calling you fucking bullshit. No, I was opinion. calling what you were saying fucking the opinion, bullshit. Yeah, yeah but my Josh, opinion. what you forget to understand is that all your opinions are fucking bullshit. <laughs> and so that's, how not, could I that's forget? not me saying go, it buddy. in a weird way. That's yeah. just my language. No, I know. I have fuck tattooed on my ankle. I mean, yeah. come on. That's my... I, fuck. It's my favorite word. <laughs> yeah, we've seen the shirt that you wear. Yeah. I've... Um, David, can you? Is I need an objective opinion. So, is it correct that Kyle Tucker is right now right, ranked we... as the eighth best player in my fantasy baseball draft? What? I feel like he should be higher. 
Can we your number one? Let's just wrap it up and then we'll talk baseball. This has been Hoops and Scoops. This has been Hoops and Scoops. We'll see you at some point. Go Heat. The Nets suck. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! baby, having fun out here. And he trusted us, and he made us feel so good. He made us feel so good. And he passed me the ball. He never passed me the ball. And he passed me the ball. Kobe passed me the ball. I need a little bit more dose of nasty. Bawale for the win. Splits the defense behind the back. Fires a three. Oh, he puts it in. What a spectacular move. Thanks for listening to Hoops and Scoops on WNYU 89.1 FM. We'll catch you next week.